think we are now live. Uh, Tank, what were you just putting on your lips there, mate? Vaseline is it live? Vaseline for your lips, mate. I think we're live. Yeah, we should be live. Anyway, uh, let's see what, uh, what's the story. It's not worse than chapped lips. Jimmy yeah, stuck that on his bum as well. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you're around. Oh, yeah, so... mucky fucker. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. On? We're on. We're, we're on, on, boys. Yeah, we're on. The questions are coming in. Is Tank having difficulties again? Tank, Always. why are we late? Why are we late? Off, I'm a fire stick. And I'm, I'm an engineer now. <laughs> what, why were you uh, Why were you late, Tank? Come on. Tell the boys. I can't tell you that. Fucking hell. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> got, to, got to see a man about a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew is in the house saying, evening, everyone. Uh, Tank, are you going to be all right with doing the live show when you no. don't have to react no. to everything that I put up on the screen? <laughs> I can't, I can't I'm, read. I'm looking at that, and I can't remember what you said. <laughs> it's you like re reading and thinking at the same time and talking. Um, boys, how are you? You okay? Good, mate. Yeah, good, good. How's, uh, how's the week been, Jimbo? You got any, uh, any goss for us? Nothing, mate. There's fucking nothing goes on in my life. Well, actually, go on then. Um, I got mugged off by a couple of eight-year-olds. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Hello. There's a sentence I don't hear every day. What happened? I so what? My, my lad was playing Fortnite, right? And I, uh, he, he comes running. I was in the shower. He comes running upstairs going, oh, Dad, the colour of ball suckers. <laughs> What? So I'm like, the I'm one? like, what you, they, they were calling him bullshit. Hold on, Jim. Suckers. Tank can't concentrate because he's seen a comment <laughs> no, coming no, about know, himself man. and then he watched the story. <laughs> so he was being called a ball sucker. So I went downstairs like, I need to see what's going on here. So I put the headphones on and, and joined the party. And I didn't say you anything. Might just get this right. He wasn't calling your missus that. He, he no, no. I wish, I wish he was, but no, no. Uh, to my eight year old. To it. So. I was like, right. So I put the headphones on, like listening, and they didn't say anything. He went, oh, these ball suckers. So he said it to me, and I went. So I went. I, I was just, I was about to say something, and then they kicked me out of the party. I was like, these little, <laughs> these little fucking bastards. So I went back on trying to join, and then uh, I was talking to, her going like, what are you doing, lads? Like, why are you using this language? And uh, one went, not being funny, bro, but why are you getting involved? And then kicked me again. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, mate, I was fuming. I was ready to absolutely. So then, and then it, it, I got back on, ready to go nuts. And then, uh, and then his mum came on. So hold on, right? I didn't catch the start of the story because I was trying to uh, retweet the, the live stream, right? Was that your own kids and their mates, Jim? Or are you just talking to random kids online? No, no. So it's my it's my son's mates. So they were calling him and his pal ball suckers. Okay, okay, I get you. So, mate, what is and it? The mate, oh, see what I got from that story. The mate's mum come on, who is actually a ball sucker. I'm just <laughs> speaking to Jimmy. I can I can't confirm or deny whether she is a ball sucker or not. I have no idea. So <laughs> she said you are. <laughs> I, I, I can I can confirm that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like, uh, where are we? Stephen is having a cracking night. Booze, chicken and the boot room, boys. Friday has started well. Top man, Stephen. Uh, lads, happy Friday. Cheers. Tank, have you got a drink with you there? No, nah, well, I've got like a fucking Ribena if you want. Oh, no. You're breaking all the rules here. How come you're on the Ribena? Well, I'm not really. I've been on like a Zoom call and that was in here and then I've just literally run in last minute. I could, um, I could get the, um, the maid or... Shaven, the... better known to bring a beer up. 
And yeah, you get your ball sucker to bring you a drink, lad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, lads, can I start with a moan of the wee? Always. Moan of the wee. Um, it's not about your fucking skin again, is it? Or you... No, what do you reckon, though? Is it looking all right? There's a nice bit of shine on it. No? Steady um, So, my moan of the week is... So, booked a family holiday to go away in Turkey, right, in the summer. Going with all my family. Can't wait. Don't start that, Jim. We've tried to do the, the family trips right. away. It will happen. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going away with, with all my family. And, um, anyway, all excited to go to pay off the rest of the holiday this week. And, basically, we're going to Turkey. Might actually say about getting my teeth and my hair done while we're there. But um, that's, a, that's a different matter. What do you mean you can't? Well, all the bloody dentists are on the rubble, aren't they, mate? That's a, what, are you, what are you doing going to Turkey, lad? Well, I'm going on holiday, but uh, <laughs> look at this. I've got to pop this one up. I reckon my son's <laughs> washing. <laughs> the, the the triple champ of Dublin, he is yeah, there, Joshua yeah, Holmes, go. saying, all right, Dad, yeah, all right, Joshy, lad. Um, but uh, yeah, me, me moan of the week is, basically, the travel agents have changed my holiday without telling me. So basically, oh. I'm one of them, right? So when I book a holiday, I want to get there super early because I want to get my money's worth. I want a full day in the sun when I get there. So we were doing the five, uh, 6 a.m. flight. We'd be there for like half 12 turkey time, I think. They've changed the flight now from Dublin till 8 p.m. that night. So And I don't get there till like half 12 at night. So I basically lost the day of my holiday. And get it do, back. Do you not get it back the back end though? No, do a fuck. I'm 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 uh, flying back at half four in the day. So by the time you leave the air, you know, you leave the hotel, whatever, it'd be twelve o'clock. Can they what, do that? How long are you going for? A week. It's a killer when you, you can half get away with it when it's two weeks, but a week yeah, it's like a, it's a proper so, loss, so, isn't it? Yeah, that's a bad day that. Yeah, so uh yeah, not impressed with Tui Island. Um so yeah, gotta wait and see if I can change my holiday. But um any news with you, Tank, what you've been up to? Quiet lad, just cracking away with the stuff what I've got going on with the crypto and stuff and the horses might have a run of the Cheltenham, so kinda of getting excited, Cheltenham's next week. Tank, can you send send all your tips for um for Cheltenham, lads, please. Because I need some bets. Listen, anything for you. Cheers, lad. Well, a fuck. <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> Course I will, mate. Course I will. Right, so I've got our agenda action-packed, but I've just seen this question come in from Fred, uh, Fred Flunk. And, uh, Tank. I'm gonna ta- Jimmy. Yeah, ta- <laughs> <laughs> that was easy enough, wasn't it? Job done. Next question. Uh Go on, Tank. Apart from Jimmy, who's the biggest prick you've ever met in football? Gabriel Bonahor, isn't it? Oh, God. Don't go down the Bonahor route again. And did you meet him, or is it just the exchanges you've had with him on Twitter? I called him a blue badge holder on Twitter, and he got no, me banned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we don't need to go re- back over what you called him. Let's just... We'll, we'll a, board, a blue Peter <laughs> badge holder. A blue. He's a badge holder. Okay. No, the biggest prick I've ever met in football. Kevin Muscat was one who we played against. Like, we used to fucking... Um, I mean, it was bad when me and him played against each other because it was like, he was a nasty fucker. And, like, it was... We actually went out to hate each other, like, proper, like, hate each other. So, there was, like... And he was just a bit of a prick. Just, you know, when somebody you just can't stand. But it'd be Kevin Muscat. Yeah, I think I saw something the other day. It was um, it was a Neil Warnock video, actually. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, yeah, and, he's, he's uh, they, were, 
Like, uh, he's brilliant. And they were all, all the players were coming off and there was a bit of a fight in the tunnel. And he's like, is that Muscat? Is that Mus- Muscat? <laughs> yeah. was, did you see it? And then yeah, he, was, yeah. he left it till the end of the game. And I think Neil Warnock's team won. And then he went up to like, I think it was Jody Morris at the end. Yeah. He's like, Jody, no, that's for Muscat. That's for Muscat. That, you tell him that prick. You... Uh, yeah. I don't know why I turned it to John McCrew. Okay, I don't but, know. Uh, <laughs> good impression. Thanks, mate. Uh, what about you, Jimbo? Just trying to think, mate. I'm too blase about football. I just let things come glide over. Oh, oh here he goes. Look at this. Yeah, well, let's go. Is it a dog come up with a? <laughs> she's Nicely watching. Done. She's watching downstairs. <laughs> she said she was going to. She actually just said, "What's that? That cunt got on." <laughs> she's not wrong. Uh, so, who are you saying, Jim? Even All right, Danny, Danny lad. Like I said, mate, I don't, I don't know. I never really paid attention to any of that. I just got on with the game, played my match, and went home. Like I couldn't. I don't know you. Yeah, I was. A, yeah, I can be a bit of a prick when I play football, and I, and I was your teammate, Jim, as well. Yeah. To be fair, exactly, <laughs> which is, exactly. Which is which is never good. Uh, okay, so onto the actual agenda, and people in the chat. Um, keep your questions coming. We'll we'll uh, we'll pop them up as and as and when we go. Um, I want to start by, so there's a couple of things that have gone around the news I wanted to get your opinions on, right? And the first one I want to start with, Tank, is Spurs went out the FA Cup this week. Uh, That means that their chances of silverware are now pretty much over. I don't think they're going to make a late charge for the Premier League title. So um, pretty much another trophyless season for Spurs. Just another season, isn't it, for Spurs? Just very Spursy. Yeah, very Spursy. On, On that exact point, does Harry Kane need to leave? Spurs because I mean we've spoken about it previously maybe his eyes are on the the, the goal record, Shearer's record he's closing in on it but will he always have a question mark or an asterisk against his name if he doesn't go and try and win trophies somewhere No I don't believe I don't believe that he will because his record is, is it's phenomenal I mean look at, look at Shearer you know for the play Shearer was he should have won multiple, multiple titles and everything he was that good Shearer Harry Kane's kind of in that similar ilk. I do think he'll break the Premier League record, but I think we spoke about this the other week, me and Jimmy, when you asked us about this, and I don't think he can leave them. Is he 29, 30? I think he's 30, isn't he? And the way the Spurs chairman is, and he signs contracts quite regular, Harry Kane, so he's always got many years left of his contract, and he's on, lads, he is on astronomical wages at Spurs. It's all performance-based and, you know, like, whatever they fucking, like, sponsorship ties, but he's on astronomical wages, so it's not as if he's going to go somewhere for, for the money. But if you're a club who's looking to buy him, unless, like, and I'm, this is not a slant to them, but, like, age and numbers just don't seem to have an effect with United, because United will go and spend £150 million on Kane and give him half a million a week. It's not That's just the kind of United... We're not results now that. business. Yeah. But will he be any closer with United to winning stuff? Because... Okay, they won the Carabao Cup with a dream draw, and I don't believe United are going to be. Oh, he's off again, yeah. He's no, off I'm again. Saying, I, I'm, I'm they've literally just won a trophy. Will he be closer? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> just won... I don't got... believe he will, Jimmy. If he goes they're to United, they're on for a quadruple. They're on for a quadruple, lad. Are they them really? <laughs> yeah, they're not. They, they won't win the league. No, they won't win the FA Cup because Man City are winning. I think they could win the FA Cup. You know? I think they could win the FA Cup. I don't think they've certainly got a chance. 
And you know what's going to be annoying about that tank if they do, right? And this is me just with the Liverpool hat on for a sec. You think of Liverpool's season last season, you know, how difficult it was to to compete on all fronts. They were unlucky against Madrid. Thibaut Courtois had the, the game of his life. He was absolutely unbelievable, but ultimately they lost that game. And you're looking at it, they, they obviously fell short on the last day to, to Manchester City in the league. If Man United win the FA Cup, they've equaled Liverpool's yeah. to, uh, trophy tally from last season. And that's tough because that will be something that Man United fans, of course, and rightly so, why wouldn't you, would beat Liverpool with. So that would be tough to say. You beat Liverpool with. If they go and win the FA Cup and the, the Carabao Cup, they've had a phenomenal season. And you've got, you know, you, you, you give them credit and go, look, you know, are they back, in my opinion, if they do that? I don't think they are. I don't think they're back. You know, this is not United. And as I said, United fans have been blessed long for a long time with some unbelievable sides, unbelievable plays, unbelievable football. This is not that side. This is not United side where I watch a game and go, fuck me, it does my head in there so good. This is United side where I watch. How the fuck have they won that game again? How have they done that? And there's a big difference. And I think any United fan who just takes his United hat off, they'll they agree. This is not a swashbuckling, unbelievable Man United side. This is this is a typical Dutch grind and fucking results-based side at the minute. And until I see something what makes me, you know, blow me away and I think, look, they could have four or five additions in the summer and they might go on and then you go, well, yeah, you know, if you get the kid from uh, Napoli, the centre-forward, who's the talk of, who's been heavily linked with Liverpool, by the way, today, for some bizarre reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, as I say, like, my, my tune's not changed on Manchester United. Not at all. Thanks, thanks, good quality, Eddie. Because like we start talking about Harry Kane, and he still, he managed to get back on to, to slamming Man United, which look I'm all here for. But in the view of impartiality, which I have to try and be on this podcast, uh, Jimbo, I I just still there is this nag nagging voice in the back of my mind that, that says that Harry Kane has to has to move. I still think he's got two two three seasons right at the very top if not more, seems to look after himself. I know he's had issues with his ankle. Um, but, you know, if you're talking like Tank said there, and rightly said, in my opinion, Man United will buy for the now. They could quite easily go and splash the cash on him. I think it was Alex Ferguson come out and said that they need to lessen the burden on Marcus Rashford and go and sign a striker. Where are you on the Harry Kane debate? Because footballers are all competitive people and he must go to I always remember it was Liverpool players used to talk about the United players going on international duty and they're all talking about the trophies they've won or the Chelsea players were talking about the trophies that they've won I think it was Gerrard used to say it'd eat him up alive you know Harry Kane is the the figurehead of this England team he's going away on these big tournaments and and international get-togethers and he hasn't got a, a trophy to show for him it must must hurt got to hurt. I think he'll take um, solace in the fact that Shear is so revered um, in that um, <laughs> maybe I am. Go on, lad. Look at the guns there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that Shear is so revered and didn't, you know, only won one trophy with Blackburn. So I think that will be a saving grace. So th- there's two, two questions, really. Does he have to move to win something? Yes. Will he move? No, I don't think so. So, I think United are the only team that will come out and buy them, buy him, and actually need him. Um, and to be, I hope they do. To be honest with you, um, and I'd like to see him at a team that's going on to win stuff. Because um, you know, for as 
great of England player he is and a Premier League player, he, he, I think he deserves to win something. Just as I would say the same about Shearer, but Shearer is a bit different. It was his boyhood club. He had a choice. Kane's been with Tottenham ever since you know he, he left the Arsenal youth setup. So yeah, it's uh, for Harry Kane. I think he, he'll be. He's got a choice now. Does he want to go down as a club legend with Tottenham? Because no one's ever gonna. Does he beat the? You know, he's Tottenham's top goal scorer. He's going to break the Premier League top record, or does he want to go and win something? So it's uh, it's it, it's a rock and a hard place for Harry Kane now, isn't it? I just think that couples with the owner of Spurs. I mean, he's a difficult man, Levy. Mate, the, you know, that's why Spurs don't win. And Simon Jordan said it this week. Spurs is only beneficial to Daniel Levy. And there's another one, isn't there? I don't know the other guy's name. That's the only reason Spurs have benefited from anyone. It's it's to the chairman. Like that's why they don't spend loads of money. Uh, they they're only just making money for them pair. Uh, Tank, do us a favour there, mate. Give the old live stream a retweet, will you? Um, I just <laughs> see what I'm up, see what I'm up against here. Just send it on WhatsApp there. Just click on that link you and on uh, yeah, just press an old retweet there. While uh, while while you're doing that, I'll I'll read out a couple of the questions that are coming in on the live chat, and I've got to read this one out. Uh, not only because it makes me look like an absolutely top dad, but this one's coming from Joshua Home. I wonder who he could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only Liverpool fan in my class and even my teacher is a United fan and most of the other boys are United fans and they all make fun of me for that, but I'll never stop believing in Liverpool. Go on, Joshy lad. That's the spirit, mate. We'll be we'll be back in no time. You should move Josh to a better school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tank never lies, Josh. So, so uh, pay attention to that. Um, so, next question I want to ask, and this is coming in from... Where are we? We are... It's gone. Let me find it. It's coming from Christian, right? Rumour has it clubs are looking at Steve Cooper. Do you think he'll get his head turned, Tank? Did you not see his interview today? I thought it was brilliant. Unbelievable. Two things what matter in my life, my family and Nottingham Forest Football Club. Don't even attempt to End take the him. conversation there, isn't it? It's finished, isn't it? Finished. He's, he's going to go down as one of the, the legends of Forest managers for what he's done. Someone... I don't know whether you've seen it, lads. I answered the tweet. Someone uh, put, like, from a Forest fan thing, and it had, like, a lot of followers, about 40,000 followers. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing, to be honest with you. And he said, what, at this stage of the season, what would you tell Steve Cooper to do differently? And I was like, I was actually a bit shocked. Like, these people are questioning Steve Cooper. The man who came into Nottingham Forest Football Club, who's been absent from the Premier League for 23 years, so many manager comes in, spent obscene amounts of money and all failed. He come in bottom of the league in November, got them pro- promoted that same season and was sat 13th in the Premier League now. And these fan groups are saying, what should you, Steve Cooper do differently? Fucking nothing. Carry on what you're doing. Because what you're doing is unbelievable. I think, I think win, people... a, win away from home might be one. <laughs> Jimmy, does it matter though, mate? No, it's no, I'm, jo- I'm joking, mate. I'm joking. I'm joking. This time next season, you're going to be 13th in the Premier League. You'd have gone, are you fucking round the bend? You'd have got them sectioned and locked up and everything. You no, I get that, mate. The and they've done a great job. But if I'm a Forest diehard and I need to, um, I'd like to see him win a, an away game, surely. Like, that'd be. I'm, I, it's be a, great, it's a, I wouldn't give yeah. a fuck if you stuff Everton. No, I know. I'm not saying that, but. 
next one that's come in on the chat and i'll come to you first jim uh, it comes in from fred and he says bobby Firmino deserves a few minutes conversation tonight heart and soul of lfc during klopp's tenure the the, the noises are that he's come out today and it looks like he's not going to extend his contract albeit klopp probably... he's, he's, he's said it official himself oh has he come out it that's when did, was that in the last hour or so well i've just had a look on the, the daily mail app before and he's come out and it's it's like he i'm sure he's quoted I think it, well, what I'd read today was he's basically told Klopp um, that that he doesn't want to extend him. Him and his family yeah. want a new challenge. Um, and to be honest, my two pence worth before I come to you, Jim. Absolutely fair play to him. I cannot. There's there's been a few Liverpool players that have been transformative, or I would say the bedrock of a Klopp team. And I would put Bobby Firmino right up there, not only for his technical ability on the ball, but also how is pressing um he was he was key and part of one of the best front threes i've ever seen uh, in my time as as a football follower not just a liverpool fan and when you think of the a jurgen klopp team it's hard to think of one without bobby Firmino in the in the center of it and and for me goes down a liverpool legend that deserves to go and play football because i don't think jurgen klopp can guarantee him that next season uh, this season or, or next what do you think jim I think he's been harshly treated, to be honest with you, this season, especially at the beginning of the season. Maybe not now because you've got more of a settled team, but when, when Nunes came in and he got sent off and there was that ban and Jota was injured, I think he, you know, Firmino came in and I think he scored a few goals. Started the season well, yeah. Yeah. And then, wow. and then whenever, and everyone was back and everyone was back, that was it. It was dropped again. And I've not, I've not seen him getting much minutes or anything like as a sub or anything like that. I don't know if he's it's been, been injured. To be fair, as, I was going to say, okay, well that's fair enough then. But still, I think he, I think this season, especially the early early doors, I think he can he can feel hard done by, and I'm not surprised he wants to go and look for fine football because you know he's you know he's won a Champions League, he's 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 won a league premier league he's he's won everything that he can win in in this country so i wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to to brazil or maybe somewhere in maybe somewhere in spain um i don't think he'll go back to germany but yeah i i i i do feel he can feel hard done by the season but i hope he doesn't you know i don't think he will will he and go with that you know not without um, loving his heart for the club because oh, yeah. um, he'll get a proper send off and yeah, and, and yeah. So he should. Tank, where are you on Bobby Firmino? I think he's been one of the best Liverpool players of the last 30, 40 years. I think he's been that good. You know, the other two used to get all applauded, but it, he, he made, he knitted everything together. He was the glue, if you like, what held everything together for me. Um, special, special player. Um, Doesn't get the credit he deserves, Tank. Well, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves outside of Liverpool, I don't think. But I think every Liverpool fan, when he was at his pomp, you knew, didn't you? you would you, just would you call him a footballer's footballer? Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah, no. you, you fizz a ball into him and he's got this ability to just bring it down in a touch, a little shift of the body in his way. Like the, technic, the technical ability that he has, I think for some sometimes can be a little lost. In tight spaces, he's an absolute joy to watch. He's a, he's a, he was a phenomenal footballer. Look, and, you know... I do think he should, as it happens, you know, he's getting a bit on. How old is he now? 32, is he? Mm. I've got to be honest, I do think there'll be quite a few big clubs after him. I can't see him going to the, like Jimmy mentioned. Newcastle. Newcastle are rumoured to be after him. Yeah, Yeah, someone quoting saying there's a big contract. I've just seen a message there. Do you know what? He'd suit Forrest down to the ground. 
Yeah, yeah there's a couple out. of comments coming in about getting him getting him to Forest. He another... because he kind of holds the ball. You've got like uh, Gibbs White and you've got uh, Brennan Johnson either side. And if you've got someone like him who can link play and you know slot them balls and he's you know them lads can run. I think he'd be perfect for Forest. I'm an agent tank on to Bobby. <laughs> uh, we've got Forest Fan TV in uh, in tonight, and they've said sorry I'm late. As Jimmy said the N word again instead of Nottingham uh, no. tonight, so not Forest. No. Now he's learned his lesson. No. Jimbo. Never again. And even on the on the on the predictions later, I've wrote Forest Everton. Get, yeah, go, getting in good. So, habits, I so I don't read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a question for you, lad. And, and, and like I, I built out this agenda, but to be honest, I'm absolutely loving the way that basically everyone that's listening is driving, driving the show here, right? So I'm going to dive into one from Stephen Fox, right? And it's a two-part question. So nice one, Stephen. Evening, gents. Probably a bit late to ask this, but I was thinking the other day about a sliding doors moment in my life as a Forest fan. Number one was selling Kevin Campbell. When we got promoted, Tank, you'll know uh, you'll know all about that. And then the second part is, and another was Jordan Smith making a wonder save that kept us in the championship. Do you guys have any sliding doors moments where you either think thank fuck or if only? I'll come to you, Tank. That could be in your career. Was there ever something that happened in your career where you went, Jesus, for for the good or or the bad? Well, the if only is the same as Steve's. <laughs> you know, we just got promoted with a phenomenal, and I mean, and I don't say that lightly, with a phenomenal Nottingham Forest side. You it, always talk about the quality of that side, to be that fair. Side, listen, that side went into the Premiership. We would have been a top half side, possibly better with additions. But you just, they just ripped the fucking, the, the backbone out of the uh, side. We lost Colin Cooper. He was an England international, by the way, at the time, the centre back. We lost Steve Stone, an England international right uh, right winger. He was we lost class, Kevin though, Campbell, was. Mm-hmm. who was scored twenty eight goals the previous season. We lost Scott Gemmel, who was a Scottish international fucking centre midfield player, and Pierre Van Oudonk, who scored about four hundred goals the promotion winning season, went on strike. So they just ripped the heart out of that side, and it's kind of like if only you kept that side. And just sprinkled a little bit more quality in the squad because we were all young. I was only 20, I think I was. You had Andy Johnson, the midfielder, he was only 22, 23. Des Little had already been a Premier League regular. Colin Cooper, Steve Chettle, um, Ian Warren. We had Chris Bart Williams. You know, the side was a proper side who pissed the championship. So that's kind of my if only moment. Yeah. And the fuck you moment was. When Gary Megson walked in the door of Forest, <laughs> do you know oh, we had people in the comments at the start? <laughs> we had people at the start when it was biggest prick in football. People were saying Gary Megson, Gary Megson, Gary Megson. Um, Jimbo, what about you? Have you got one to hand? I've got an if only. Yeah, it was. Um... It's got to be the, your crew story, no? Uh, no, not really. I mean, ah, come on, was... come on, that is. As in, why? I'll never be honest, came and you about. don't, you don't. So me and Jimmy are obviously best mates, right? I've seen him at his worst. He's seen me at my worst. I know his strengths. I know his weaknesses. And likewise, he knows my strengths and weaknesses. Jimmy is, a, and he won't mind me saying this, so he probably will, is a supremely talented footballer. Genuinely one of the And I played with some good ones. He's a supremely talented footballer, but he's a sieve for brains. And I mean that as in 
you can rattle your gym, can't you? You can you can put your off on on the pitch. Yeah. You can get like if I played against you, you're I'm nowhere near as good as you were, but I'd fancy me chances to at least put yeah, your off your you game. Do, off, yeah. do you know what I mean? But Jim had a chance to join crew at how old were you, Jim? Is it 20 what 22? 20, no, late lad, 25, 26. 25, 26. Okay, so and like you really tried there. Like this was like you really I did didn't. apply. Did you I not? Didn't. No. Here's me so, fucking bigging you so up. Well, you deserve so it, two, then, you dickhead. So there's two things. So there's two things. I, I, so I was working and I and I quit my job to go. I did a pre preseason before preseason to try to get up. Uh, and Ashley Westwood was there. Nick Powell, like all these ballers. So I did that, and then I went in for preseason. And, Fine um, for saying ballers, by the way. Just like, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, and you know, I wasn't. I could have done more. I definitely could have done more, but. The, the if only part of that story is um, so it came. I, one of my mates put me in touch with an agent at the time. It was all you know. I was doing really well, playing well, and they put me in touch with an agent. And I went, and he gave me some free boots. So I signed. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take some free boots." So then it was all over the internet, like all the crew sites going, "Yeah, we're going to sign Jimmy McCarthy." And, and I think what happened was um, Dario went to Neil Baker, who was assistant, who brought me in and went, right, let's let's get Jimmy in and, and have a conversation around signing him. Uh, and then Neil went... He brought me in as your agent. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then Neil went, he's just signed with an agent. Now, Dario was notorious for hating agents, absolutely oh, hating yeah. him. So I think he's then gone. Nah, fuck him off because, you know, if he's too big, he's got an agent already, fuck him off. I think if I hadn't signed with that agent, I would have got six to 12 months to give it a proper good go. But um, that's that's the that's an if only for me. That's to be. That's to be. Um, I'm going to a funny one and it's nothing to do with uh, me playing, but it's more to do with just a random one at Liverpool that's always stuck with me. Nicholas Anelka not signing for Liverpool and instead they signed El Adjuf. What in <laughs> what what in God's name were Liverpool like I watched Anelka play for Liverpool and like you know when a player just has it the arrogance you trusted him in front of goal running off the shoulder like he was he was elite and then we did that dreaded thing where you watch an international tournament and somebody has a decent tournament and I think we ended up with did we sign Juf and Salif Jow that tournament? Salif Jow, yeah, both of yeah. them. Um, so I, I just... To be fair, Juve had a great tournament, mate. He, he had a great World Cup. But this is the issue. Don't sign players. That's what they say. Don't sign players after a World Cup. because It's like that Moroccan player. World Cup side, though, wasn't it? You look at them and you were like, how many? How good were they? All of them. Gakpo. But... <laughs> nah, he's coming good now. Give him, he's uh, not. He's gone shit again. He had one good game and I'm like, oh, he's unbelievable. <laughs> and then like, so so to, while we're on that tank, talking of slight overreactions, I want to read you some stats and I'm directing this at you, Mr. Alan Rogers. That's uh, my tweet. <laughs> so it's not your tweet, but I just want to read you some stats. Right. So from starting in 1718, season 1718. It's my tweet, isn't it? <laughs> 44 goals. 18-19, 27 goals. 19-20, 23 goals. 20-21, 31 goals. 21-22, 31 goals. And 22-23, 20 goals. You said Mo, Mo Salah was finished, didn't you? Do you know what, mate? I've got to hold my hands up, right? And I'm never wrong normally. Is this an apology? Is this an apology? It is. And you know what? A mate of mine who I speak to um, late um, 
we speak a lot on the, the Telegram. He's like involved in crypto and that with me. He's a great lad, big Liverpool fan as well. And he actually messaged me when I tweeted that he went in that time as well. He's got seventy two assists in the, in that time as well, which is off the chart. I've got to be honest. When the commentator said to you the night that's Mo Salah's twentieth goal of the season, I nearly fell off the the chair. I was like, what? I couldn't believe he scored 20 goals this season. Just and delivers you know, on the slide, doesn't he? You don't even realise it now. No, and do you know what? I think he, he be, he's not been great. He hasn't, but I didn't realise he's got 20 fucking goals. And we've still got like, what, 16, 18 games possibly to go? I mean, 20 he goals in the Prem, though, is it? Yeah, so, but to be fair though, Jim, if you said, if you're talking value for money, and there was a thing going around, Jim, and you made a comment. Uh, I think it was Darren Bent on TalkSport was talking about greatest ever Premier League teams, and he said that he'd have Salah on the right. And I don't think you said you'd spoke about longevity. I think you weren't having it, Jim. You you think that he? No, should... it's not that. I didn't say it's not that I wouldn't have it. He'd definitely be in the conversation. But for me, I think he'd need to do it over. T- and the reason I'm I'm propositioning it like that is there's so many great wingers, Beckham. Gigs. No, no, Jimmy. Now, Jimmy no, hold on. Let, this lad's on another level. No, so let me, let me throw this at so you, Jim. Like... Well, let, let me throw this at you, Jim, right? So one, two, three, four, five, six seasons now. This is his sixth look, season look, at Liverpool and he scored 20 plus goals no, it, in every season, including a 44 goal season. Like if you're talking about that. longevity, that's it in a nutshell. No? And I'm not saying he's not anywhere near. Of course he is. My point is, is the great wingers of, of, Premier League years played a completely different style of football to what Mohamed Salah plays, right? So there's reasons why, as a winger, he's gone and got a billion goals. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jim. Right, this is fucking brilliant. Tonight, lads, we've got Gary <laughs> Meg. <laughs> we've got Gary Megson in the house. Good to- <laughs> For those listening right, on Gary, audio, man. we've just had a, we've just had a comment pop up on uh, on our YouTube channel from Gary Megson saying he loves the show, and then Stephen Fox in the comments underneath it has said, "Fuck, Megson's in." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Great, don't talk about him, <laughs> Jimmy. Can I just say something to you? Yeah, Ryan Giggs has a career spanning. 20 years? Again. 20 if you're going to tell me goals and stats and stuff, it's a well, different on, you're stat man. You always throw stats at us. No, I know. But so the, Ryan Giggs had a, a career at Manchester United of 20 seasons and he scored less goals than what Mo Salah did in his first three. Who's the better player? I'm not saying that, it, you know, his goal scoring antics and, and feats are unbelievable. I'm not saying that, but you can't, you're not comparing apples with apples. I think well, if, I he's a winger. Well, you're not, though, because Ryan Giggs, they played a 4 4 2, rigid 4 4 2, and his role was to whip the balls in for people. Salah, although he plays as a winger, Liverpool played as a 4 2 3. Or whatever four, three, one three. four three four three. three three but not as a four three three it was a four three one two where Bobby would drop deep and allow Mane and Salah to go like that so he, he's essentially playing as a striker so it, it's don't get me wrong he's an unbelievable player and he's certainly in the conversation I just think there needs to be a more in depth conversation whether it's to be in the Premier League all time eleven he's, I think he's the first name in the sheet no Shearer how many goals. How many Who's goals have you got, Jamie, in, in the six seasons? Who's this? Oh, Salah. Yeah. Fucking hell, you're, you're testing me maths here. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. 44, 27, 
Oh, I'm not even doing it. Well, let's have it right. This season, Salah's not great. I'd say you're a maths man. 44. Wait a minute. 27. Is he getting the calculator out? Because I could have done that. 44. 44, 27, 27, 23, 31, 31 and 20. Right, but let's have it right, though. This season. goals in six seasons. He's not not in the conversation because there isn't a conversation. He's in the team. He's not in the team. Not straight away. Who's in your team, then? I don't know. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's in the team. I'm not saying he's out of the team. What my point is, is that I think it needs a more in-depth conversation around it. I'd have Beckham on the right all day long. Deluded. Hold on. Hold on. You'd have deluded. Beckham over Salah. Not over Salah. That's not necessarily the decision. Well, but I would well, just can have I ask Beckham. you a question, Jimmy? A serious question. Is Richarlison in your greatest ever Premier League team? <laughs> well, let's let's talk about Salah this season, right? You're talking like, oh, you I, can't. I owe him an apology. I've actually myself up. 20 goals. Nope. Okay. Well, do you want to listen? He's got more goals than Marcus Rashford, who's the greatest player in the world at the minute. Okay, so he's got eight in the Champions League with a hat-trick against Rangers. In fact, four against Rangers, who are awful, right? So then you go into the Premier League, he's got eight goals. These are the goals he scored against. Fulham, Man United, Leeds, two against Tottenham, Aston Villa, Everton, Wolves, all the big teams. He might be scoring 20-odd goals a season, but it's odd. I mean, that in the Premier League, it's I don't think that's good enough for him. 23 appearances, eight goals. Tank, we've got a request from uh, from my young lad, Josh. Uh, tell us a fact. He loves your facts. He also that... knows that when you send me a video and the video goes, ah, ah, it's like, oh, is that Tank again, Dad? Josh, a little fact, mate, is that pigs can't look at the sky. Don't Google you... it, mate. They can't do it. <laughs> what do you mean they can't look at the sky? A pig can't go like that and go, that looks lovely today. And then look at that blue sky. They can't look what up. If it... What if it rolls on its back? Well, it's can't So you're telling no, no, me a, a pig <laughs> can never look at the sky? No, nah, pig can't look up at the sky. That's a fact, Josh. Don't Google it, son. I should teach you all them manks in school. <laughs> <laughs> right, couple couple more topics before we wrap up. And by the way, lads, I have to say this is oh we are. Let just let the let the let the, the the king of Dublin come and say hello quickly. He's dying to say hello That's to the last yes. yes. Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> Lean into the mic so people can hear you. That's a good fact there, Tank. Don't Google it, mate. It's a fact. You don't hey, have to Google Josh. it. I can't hear you, but it was a good fact. Josh. Oh, they, Tell... can't, they, they, can't, they well, can't, re- can't hear you. Repeat this. Repeat this, then, uh, yeah, Jay. Why is he only asking Tank questions when Uncle Jimmy's here and he's not asked me one? Why are, you only, asking asked, tank... I, I, uh... Why are you only asking Tank questions asking when Uncle this. Jimmy's here? How many oh, Christmas presents? How many Christmas presents has Tank bought you? How many Christmas presents has Tank bought you? No, zero. Zero. Zero, exactly. How much have you bought me, though? He's bought you what? One. One when you were a kid. One. Anyway, Ned, what did you... Get out of here I, now. I have a question for you if you want. Oh, go no, on. too late now. What, what's the, what's the most the annoying team you played against? What's the most annoying team you played against? Now, you go, and I'll give you the answer in a bit. Go on. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Go on. <laughs> what's the most annoying team you played against? He'll go upstairs now and watch the rest of this All on, of them. Uh, on YouTube. Tank, annoying, most annoying team, horrible team to play against. What was Jimmy's question, wasn't it? Was it Jimmy's who's, question? Go on, Jim. Who's, who's Ike? Nick, Nick you can't spell it. <laughs> 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 who's Ike? <laughs> Hit the Ike button. 
Nick's asked uh, us to hit the Ike button. We appreciate Ike. that edit. <laughs> probably the, the most ice, annoying for us, uh, Jay, was when probably varsity wasn't it for uni. That's that's yeah. the, the the be all and end all when you're at uni. It's it's, it's every man for himself. It's awful. Oh, that was actually going back to those sliding doors moments. That was one of mine, Jim. Were you playing in that game? Um, so we were playing for Liverpool, John Moores against um, Liverpool University. So that's the varsity game, and it was like it was no no holes barred when we were playing. And um, I was playing in in the game. I was playing against a lad in centre mid who was good. I had a couple of battles with him. He was a good, strong Irish lad. Like he he was uh, well up for the battle. And their coach was the coach for North, uh, the Northern Universities team, basically. So, like, all the best players from all the U- Northern University teams would, uh, would would be selected by this fella. And he said to me before the start of the game, I want you to be captain for our, uh, for our team. And I was like, I was buzzing going into the game. I was buzzing. And then uh, got the ball, centre mid, opened my body out to ping it. And then their centre mid did the scissors tackle, you know, where they cross, your, they cross their legs. And my leg was in the middle. And I broke my leg. Um, and and I met me being stupid, Jim. You'll know what it was like. I was like, I didn't want to show that I was hurt, so like I went off. I was like, just yeah, magic sponge, I'll be fine. Go on, magic sponge, <laughs> I'll be fine. I wanted to get back on and get that lad, and uh, I ran back on the pitch or limped back on the pitch, and then I jumped up for a header from a goal kick, and I headed the ball, and then I landed on me, I landed on me bad leg, and it oh, like when I say pain it was horrendous and then I didn't I think I don't think I kicked the ball for eight nine months after that so that was probably a the sliding doors one for me at the time you were probably about 18 stone of pure muscle though lad weren't you yeah I was yeah to be fair I'd overdone the gym to be honest <laughs> um, okay so two topics that I want to finish on um, and by the I way every... predictions by the way predictions yeah you're going to write so... them down this week Oh, yeah. he's come prepared. Look at that wobbly line and everything there. Um, okay, so two topics I want to I want to uh, touch on quickly, right? Tank, atmospheres in big stadiums, because I've seen this getting bandied about a little bit um, over the last few weeks, particularly uh, Liverpool, obviously, because I, I know people that have got season tickets go to game. I've also seen that United were trying to bring in a, sec- a singing section. Uh, and look, I'm not... I am definitely not doing the tourists versus uh, locals because I've got one foot in both camps. I was uh, was born in, in Merseyside, lived there for 24, 25 years. Was it longer than that? Yeah, 24, 25 years. Then I now live in Ireland and some of the best Liverpool fans I know are, are Irish and, and they go over all the time. They spend tons of money. So there's a, there's a part for both within any global club. But is there an issue with the top teams in the league who, who I don't want to say have a global fan base, but the atmosphere seems to be diluted. And and the reason that I asked you this question, I think it was, was it Firpo who plays for Leeds who used to play for Barcelona? They asked him who was the, the best, uh, what was the best stadium? What was the best atmosphere that he'd ever played in front of? And he said it was Leeds. And he said, because every single person that comes to that stadium wants to celebrate cheer. He said, at Barcelona, it's just tourists and people don't sing. Is there a, a, a challenge for these big global clubs around generating atmosphere these days? Because a lot of the teams will turn up lower teams and you, the fans just expect expect a win. So it's not like they're up for it. Do you know what I mean? Do you think there's an issue? 
I think the issue now with the big clubs is there's, there's the owners and the powers that be are so money-driven that it's all about getting as much as you can <laughs> at home games, isn't it? Are you reading my trying to talk again, mate? <laughs> you, you slowed right down. Are you trying to you read as you were read. talking there? Oh no no no! So I, I think I, I think it's just genuinely to do with the with the with the money people and the powers that be that they can sell a seat for possibly a grand in the corporate side than say fifty sixty quid in the in the normal stand. Um, there's only one way owners are going to go with that, you know. Do you want the grand? Seat. Yeah. yeah. So I think that is a big issue with the big clubs. I mean, I. I've been to a few games. I took my dad. I got really, really good tickets. Lads. They were absolutely brilliant. They were worth about £500 a ticket. And I took my dad, our Jack, uh, obviously me, and a mate of mine. And it, it was great. And you just, you're just going in and like your beer's there and you just go outside to your stuff and all your food. And But it was fucking dead. It was just like it was dead. Yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, you know, I, live with, I can't remember with the game. I think we won 2-0 or something. And, there wasn't much of an atmosphere, and you're like kind of sitting around, you're looking, and no one, they're not really asked about the game, some of the people. Yeah. They're just more looking who's round and who's sitting by them, and I think that's a big problem for the big boys, but they all want big money. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, because you've got, obviously, and I understand, look, it's a business, and they need to generate match day revenues, and and look, with my Liverpool hat on again, they need to compete with, uh, with these big clubs and, and try to uh, generate as much match day revenue as they can. But at the same time, the other challenge I think they've got, Jim, is that particularly from Liverpool, you've got legacy season tickets. So you've got season tickets that have stayed with families for generations. And there's older members of families that are sitting there watching the game and have done for 30 years, 30 plus years. And maybe they don't want to go and sing every single song. Maybe they are a little bit older now and, and they haven't got the energy that they used to. They've got every right to sit in the stadium and, and cheer on the Reds. But at the same time, if you could get find a way to get an influx of local school kids or younger people, they'll bring energy, they'll bring atmosphere. I've seen something uh, people uh, in the in the new main stand at, at Liverpool. They were they were frightened to sing because people were kind of snarling around them because uh, they were standing up trying to generate an atmosphere. You you can't have that now. Football's about escapism, no. No, and it's an issue, isn't it? And this is, you know, I don't have a season ticket, but I took my... Took my you don't even know your fucking support. You can't <laughs> get you Hold on. Who do you support? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, next question. By we, the way, uh... Jim, just a quick shout. I love this, by the way. Uh, Stavesy, long-time listener of the show. How are you, sir? No. Um, it's 2.55pm 2, 2 in Canada. Is it too early to have a beer with you boys? It's never too early. 12pm is, is the rule, no? It's 8 p.m. somewhere, Stavesy lad. Get a beer cracked open. <laughs> Love it, mate. It's an issue, isn't it? Because I've been to grounds and we I took my son and you do you don't want to get stuck into the singing depending on where you are because you're like, oh, I'm a bit uncomfortable. I don't know the songs. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm here for the week or just for this week. So it probably happens across the whole of the Premier Well, it does happen across the Premier League. But let's look at the two best atmospheres that I've seen this season or, or not seen physically but have watched is um, Arsenal. Arsenal have had a great atmosphere at the Emirates this year and Forest. So and they're both performing exceptionally well for, for where they where they are. What and I will it, say though lads Leeds has always been a phenomenal Leeds, I've been to always. a Leeds game. I've actually always. been to a Leeds game. So I, I can Leeds say Leeds were that. one of the clubs I thought you might support Jim. 
It's in the it's in the mix, mate. It's in the mix. Um, but like you say, you've got to get them diehard fans who are willing. But then the flip side of that is you then start bringing in the hooligan culture. So it's a fine line that clubs have to get right. And Leeds have done it right. Obviously, in the past they've had their issues, and and they you know you don't see much of it now. Newcastle are struggling along that line now. I know that they're. they're Infamous for the horse punching and stuff like that. Um, so they, you, you know, as a club, you've got a. They want the revenue, but you also want you that you want your fans there to be to be singing. So I, 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 what I don't want to see is drums and then bloody clapping things and that sort of stuff. What you was it? Need... Remember the world? Was it the World Cup where they had those zuzu? What were they? Vuvuzelas. Yeah, oh, yeah, Imagine yeah, being yeah. sat next to someone doing right. that. That that oh, would be the whole old. game. We had that a vuvuzela. Yeah. Big time, didn't it for a while? It's what? It come to the Premier League after that big oh, time. Yeah, nice. Can you imagine that? Joke. Imagine someone turning up at Anfield right. with a vuvuzela. To be vuvuzela off. Uh, quick shout out to John in the chat, uh, who is also uh, joining Stavesy with having a beer. He's in Toronto and he's drinking Peronis on his birthday. So happy birthday Just to shout you. Shout out as well to the Canada crew. My uh, stepdad's from, he lives in Canada in Calgary, but he's, been, he's over here now. So he's over here for the month. Oh, I love it. Love it. Uh, Stephen Fox thinks that smirks tells us that you support Jimmy. Okay, right. If any, so, if anyone wants to find out, go back and look over the predictions. So, talking of predictions, oh, actually, I just want to do one thing quickly, right? We said we were going to keep this to half an hour, but we're on a roll now, so fuck it, right? Um, dodgy boxes, lads. <laughs> Hang on, where are we going with this? <laughs> so I'll give you I'll give you some context. I've got a bee in my bonnet, right? I pay an absolute fortune for Sky TV. Absolute fortune for Sky TV. Uh, now, to be fair, I now live in Ireland and they have something called Premier Sports where I get a lot of Liverpool games, to be fair. So I can't moan too much. But I just find it mad that there's been a few occasions. I think it was United Leeds wasn't televised. Liverpool Wolves wasn't televised. Now I know, I know it's obviously to do with rearranging fixtures for in the Liverpool case. But is it not crazy now that as football fans tank, we don't get access to all games? I find it absolutely crazy that we can't just pay flat fee, 15 quid a month, yeah. Netflix style job for the Premier League, and I want to watch all Liverpool games. And if I want to do an add-on to get access to all games or some type of match of the day type summary at the end of a day like it can't be hard to do i find it crazy that in a cost of living crisis and in the uk where the games are being played we're getting bled dry yeah, yes yeah. It's, it seems absolutely not surely, surely something's got to got to change yeah look it's i'm not being funny it's this country and we just you know everything we get robbed in this country so it's one of them where you just you've just got to get on with it but it, it is for the size of our game, and we're the only country in the world where our games play. By the way, that we can't get access to three o'clock kickoffs. It's bizarre, isn't it? Sorry, I'm but... just, I'm actually doing what you do now. We're getting some great comments here, and I'm getting giddy. So, uh, Staves, he says, thought you meant Connor Ben when you said dodgy boxes, and then Steve Fox said, bet you lads, lads have seen some dodgy boxes. That's what, that's what I was implying. That's what I was saying. Oh my god! Um, right, do you know what? Because I'm getting giddy here now. So, Two seconds. Um, uh, wish John Tracy's birthday. It was his birthday. Said earlier. I wish oh, him happy birthday, Canada. Birthday. I did. I you. I wasn't yeah. listening. Sorry, mate. 
no worries, no worries. Um, so predictions, let's get this prediction show on the road. Um, and can we please start, Jim, with United Liverpool? Because I want to hear Tank's prediction. No, because it's at the bottom of my list, so okay, go on then. You're in charge of this bit, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so weekend's fixtures we've got, boys, are City Newcastle up first. Oh, there you go, Jimmy. 2 0 City. Well, are, you... are we allowed to do the same yeah. predictions, Jim? Yeah. Uh, 3 1 City. Three, no, 3 0 City. Actually, no, yeah. 2 0 City. Fucking hell. Final answer. <laughs> yeah, 2 0 City, please. I put 2 0 City before I, I wrote yours down. So all three have got 2 0 City. city. <laughs> Boring bastards. Arsenal, Bournemouth. 3-0 Bournemouth. What? 3-0 Arsenal. <laughs> I can already see what pints with us three are going to be like. Just, we all go just so you can An absolute see. nightmare. What's this, Jim? I put 3-0 as well. 3-0 Arsenal. 3-0 Arsenal. I'll, cha- I'll change it up. I will go 2-0 Arsenal. Villa Palace. Don't 1-0 Villa. Forest Fan TV asks, are you not going to trust Jimmy with the spreadsheets again? Look, he's, on, he's on his last point. warning, it's I think. fair point. Very fair point. I've, I've, saved wrote, this that. I've wrote my scores. I've saved this. Bastard. I'll be honest. Tank has no faith in you anymore, Jim. Yeah, That's it's it, fine. Man. It's understandable. Understandable. Uh, I can only do better. There, Jim? Villa Palace. Villa Palace. Did you get um, mine there, Jim? 1-0, mate. Yeah. 1-0. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, I'm on it. Villa are on a bit of a, a bit of a roll. The turnaround's been good under Emery. And to be fair. They struggled last week. Yeah, but g- generally speaking, the sample of work that he's got, I think he, I think they've done okay. I'm going to say um, two nil. I'm going to say two nil Villa. I've gone one one. I think it's going to be a bore draw. Why well, not bore? But one one. Brighton West Ham. One one. Oof. See them with the uh, the lads who live probably just signed a new long term deal. That's that's got to be one of them. Protect the value. It, mm. Give us another season and and you can he, go off. Then he has to go anyway. Oh yeah, he t- but toys toys out the pram fully. Wanted to go. They said no. To be honest, what they did is they strong armed him. They basically said no. You're a you're a contracted player. You're staying with us. If you're not happy, then you don't play. I don't think no. he's played. Forgive me. I don't th- I, I don't think he's no. Played. He, he came he, back. They. There was interest in him, and then he they gave him a couple of weeks off, didn't they? And I think he, I'd, whether he's come back or not, I'd be surprised if he hasn't come a, back. A little twenty grams a week episode always heals a couple of wounds, doesn't it? Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, Brighton, one nil Brighton. One nil Brighton, please. I've gone two one Brighton. Chelsea leads one nil. Boring game, Chelsea. Nil nil. One nil leads. I'm going to go controversial. It's not a bad shout. Jimmy? I think Two those players leads. are down too. Look, he doesn't name his. Look, you got it. He's what name is. Yeah, Jim, show us, your, show us your sheet there, lad. I've gone 2 1 leads. 1 2. 2 1. Okay. 2 1 leads. Next one. Marching on. Marching on together. Wolves, Tottenham. <sighs> Jekyll and Hyde, Tottenham. Two, Tottenham one. are shite. Two one Wolves. Wolves got beat by Bournemouth, didn't they? One one. Ooh, I'm gonna go two one Tottenham. 
Southampton, Leicester. Forest Fan TV, you know there's a website you can do this on so Jimmy can't cheat. <laughs> they are having none of you with that pen and paper. Mate, there, mate come on. Um, it's because you said Knox Forest. They're not letting I you know, go. I know, Forest. I know, I know. But if I was cheating, right, surely I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be losing. Southampton, Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. Madison's back in. It's a big difference yeah. when he's playing. Rumours he's going to Liverpool, supposedly. James, honestly, God, right. I know I don't mean to harp on about Liverpool, but we, it drives me mad the amount of people who we get linked with. So far, we, we with the net spend kings, and this summer, we're spending £4.6 you you text me about a little bit of investment coming our way. Is that not going to come to fruition? Well, there's meant to be, the, and this is an exclusive. There's meant oh, to be boot a room Chinese uh, consortium investing uh, two billion and giving Klopp endless amounts of money. But then you get told another bit where they're saying like they're going to sell all of these players to raise funds, whether that's to come on top of the investment. But I just don't see why we all the players we've linked with, but looking like we're spending five or six hundred million, it will never happen. Anyway, oh, Southampton, Leicester, lads. Don't yeah. chance. 2-0, Leicester. <laughs> uh, two Leicester. I'm going to go 1-0. Madison at Liverpool, Jay. He is a player. 1-0, yeah, Leicester. Leicester. In the right environment, he could flourish. Oh. Nottingham, Forest. Nottingham, Forest. Well done, Nottingham, Jim. Nottingham, Forest versus Everton. Thomas rolling in from the trend. Do you know oh, what? I'd love bad. to. I'd love to go to a game and hear that because that sounds an absolute belter. Oh, mate, it's goosebumps. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Air standing on the back of your neck and everything's unbelievable. Honestly, Would you, did you not get a bit twitchy, mate, when you stood there? And that's got like, or does it just does it just lift you? Do you know no. what I mean? Because it like, bellows like around. Fucking, you didn't. Yeah. What? You're like, let's fucking have it. Yeah. Brilliant. Two nil, Forest. Ooh. What do you mean? Who? Everything is Look shit. At- I agree with you, lads. Calm down. For by the way, I went. I drove past their stadium today. It does look fucking nice, you know. Be the best Evans. stadium in the championship. That yeah, it does look good. Lots of forest lads, people in the chat that? enjoying what these it? predictions. What's up? Nottingham this is why forest. I can't drink this uh, Moretti. I get fucking rat on that face. That's the opposite fucking shit. Oh, sheet. Jesus, he's off but, again, Jim. You know what I'm saying? See it. Jesus Christ, just old, mate. Get some of them needles in you, like uh, like Homo has. Yeah, look at this lad. I'm like a bowling ball these days. <laughs> I could fucking yeah. testicle ball. Nottingham <laughs> Forest versus oh, sorry, Everton. Yeah. Uh, I think 1-0 Forest. That's a shout. I'm with Tank. I think it's going to be 2-0 to Forest, but... Be a cauldron that on say, Sunday. It's a massive game. Yeah, it's a big one. Liverpool... Man United. Oof. Don't ruin me weekend now, Tank, because what you say now will come true and it'll annoy me. Go on. Are you ready for this? Yeah, go on. 3 1 Liverpool. Get in, Tank. Yes. They can't control Captain Chaos, mate. Oh, the the Tasmanian man. devil making them runs. Oh. He's the man. I, I, I know, like, I go on about him a lot on my Twitter, but that's because I love him more than I think I've loved any other player. I, I'm a Liverpool United. Nervous. Sorry, mate. Um, 2-0 to Liverpool. Bosh. Oh, I don't know what to do here. I think lads. I say that every week, though, to be fair. <laughs> I don't know what to don't do Don't be a here, prick, boys. Jim. Just give us the clean sweep, please. Yes, Stavesy saying Liverpool will win that. 
2-1. Liverpool win for Stavesy. Yes. Ah, yes, Andy. Ah, yes, Nick. Go on, 2-1. Uh, That's loads what of 2-1s. Saying. Go on, Liverpool. That means we're getting beat 3-0. Thanks, everyone. Hopefully. Nah. Hopefully. Uh, lads, that was great crack. I genuinely enjoyed that. Um, it seems like everybody enjoyed it in the chat as well. Um, I, I think for the, the next ones, I won't actually build that much of an agenda because, to be fair, I actually loved that it was built by everybody in the chat. So um, we said we we're going to do half an hour. We did double that. We've done an hour. Um, I've had, I'm giddy now. I've had a, a glass of wine, so I'm going to go I've in. Had and have a glass, glass of wine. You have, there. I must be honest. <laughs> do, you, do you know why? Because I didn't want to have to go in again and get another one, so I just pulled that. Must be close whopper. to a bottle of wine in that glass. Half a bottle it was. <coughs> half a bottle. <laughs> right, yeah, sorry, I left the other half to be missus when she gets. What home do you think? Seeing my new picture here, lads. I've moved it off the wall. Did you move that so we could see it on the podcast? No, Is no, no. So it, it was up here and it had some lights around it, like you know, like fairy lights with batteries in. <laughs> Look at Jimmy's guns there. I don't know which is the gun. The red the red string or the pink. <laughs> so back to my story. I took the fairy lights down because my son got some of them primed, didn't he? And he wants the fairy lights in the prime bottles thinking he's all cool. So I took it down last night because the other ones have run out of battery. And I put it down there and I thought, that should be behind me. That. That'll look good behind me. So... The uh, thing I want to draw attention to is the Wilson ball. How cool is that, that Wilson That's ball? That's very cool. Have you seen that tank? Have you seen the film Castaway? I, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't see no ball or pictures. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Is this a technology related? This He's pulling that face where he's ah, like, Jay. Okay. There you go. You know Wilson from yeah, uh, yeah, Castaway? Yeah, Wilson. Yeah. You got yeah. the, the mock Wilson ball. But uh, you know no, I'm happy with that, Jim. You've done well. I went to a, a, a charity do and they had a, a proper Wilson ball in a glass case, like a movie Wilson ball signed by Tom Hanks. You're five hundred that stuff. You're five hundred quid. I should have done, and I've regretted it ever that. since. No, 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 no. It wasn't, lad. Tom Hanks signed ball. Mate, I'm telling you. It I'm was telling you, Jim's a sucker for this stuff. He'd fall for that every single time. Even if it wasn't real and it was signed by some yeah, idiot, like. <laughs> Signed by some idiot round the corner. I would have still bought it and I was gutted. So I went and got that off Amazon. Like, Signed by John Hanks. <laughs> uh, right. On that note, lads, pleasure as always. Um, everybody that got involved in the live chat, you're all legends. I actually genuinely really enjoyed that. Uh, for anybody listening on the podcast, thanks for your support. As always, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, all that good stuff. Subscribe on YouTube and leave us a comment. Those type of things really do help. But most importantly, uh, I hope your team wins over the weekend, unless they're Man United, in (laughs) which case I hope they lose. Uh, Enjoy your weekend. Look after yourselves. And we will all be back with you, including Wilson. uh, Wilson. Wilson on uh, on Monday. So enjoy yourselves. All the best. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads.